this could be a fad right like you use heavy marketing dollars um and do heavy discount uh, um, uh, capture the uh, customers downloads right acquisition and activation is really good but once people have a bad experience they don't use the app again so i think that funnel leak is a big problem for something like this <laughs> Hello everyone. Uh welcome to our podcast Everything Product. So we talk about the latest technologies with a product mindset. I'm Sid Saladi. I'm a product manager working for Best Buy. Hi everyone. This is Funny Boyuru. I'm a product manager at a startup. So for anybody who's watching our podcast for the first time, we talk about the latest technology trends and also product management. So please like, share and subscribe uh to our channel. Uh so to today we have a very interesting topic. So we're going to talk about a uh, fast fashion shopping app which is Timu, uh, which has actually grown from 0 to 11 million active users in just 6 months. So that's a uh, you know story worth talking and um you know this basically appeared uh an ad right an orange ad which appeared in um, uh super bowl uh two weeks back which me, me and funny were exploring what this is and why are they growing so rapidly right so and their tagline is also shop like a billionaire <laughs> i'd say maybe let's explore what's actually their story the growth hacks of like what what uh hacks did they do to get to that point and also we kind of uh ordered a uh, some stuff from that and we'll also tell you what the user experience looks like and we can also talk about their competitors and how how does the whole shopping market look like at this point so let's maybe get started with funny uh, uh, tell us some the history of timu yeah yeah definitely sidhu so like you were telling right they became extremely popular because of a super bowl ad where they had like a 30 second ad and uh, they spent like 11 million dollars so this is the first time ever a chinese company um spending like millions of dollars in 30 second ad in a super bowl right i went back and researched what is this company what do they do etc so looks like timu is a sister company for a chinese e-commerce giant called pin duo duo and uh, this company has been offering like similar deals in china for like several years i believe they were founded in 2015 even that is like pretty big it's only like uh what seven eight years now in the industry and they have been doing like doing good like crazy and this company um originally started in the agricultural products business where they started connecting the farmers to the end customers and while doing that they have built the technologies te- their tech products in such a way that farmers who might not be as tech savvy can easily utilize their 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 products to market all of the goods that they produce and they were able to sell it to the end customers really well and uh, what these guys really focused on is first helping their farmers and educating them so that they can easily use the products and the second one is building the supply chain in such a way that everything can be shipped at a very cheaper price and that that is what came as an advantage for these guys when they launched Temo in US and they have like good supply chain at least that's what i read and they have been using that to ship goods to us and sell them at like extremely cheaper prices what do you think yeah yeah that's right so it's it's also surprising that like a company which doesn't have any us presence comes you know starts an app and surpasses 
Walmart, Amazon, Target, right? <laughs> In the last quarter of um, uh, 2022 to on the downloads and all of that, right? 24 million downloads, uh, close to 11 million active users. That's, uh, you know, a story, crazy story to talk about. So I think um, uh, basically Timu, uh, Wish and Sheen all fall in the same fast, uh, f- uh, you know, fast fashion, fast casual um, uh, uh, market there. And um, all of them are kind of solving for a similar problem where they are connecting wholesalers to um, regular customers, right? Before it, it was basically big chains buying from the wholesalers and kind of giving it to the consumers where they have a cut of the overall product and you know that's what passed to the consumers but when you connect the wholesalers to the consumers you know they are actually selling it for a similar price but that cost kind of cut in the cost uh, passes down to the consumers who are actually buying from these apps i think fish has pioneered that and now timu is like uh, going in the same route so let's maybe talk about the growth hacks funny here. So we have used the app and we have seen the user experience and all of that stuff. So I feel that uh, the first growth hack is it's too cheap, not very hard to resist buying anything, right? So that was one of the things which uh, uh, I've seen in the app where most of the products are 80, 80 to 90% off, right? That's a <laughs> huge discount where you don't see in any of the other apps right shopping apps like amazon and all of that stuff and uh the, the the cost is so low that it's hard to resist buying like people buy it just for the sake okay let me try and see if it's working or not and then this they uh, start doing that the second one is i think they made the user experience so uh, um, uh hassle-free that they say the shipping is free and the returns are free so you know people have that worry out where they are like okay i i can return it if i don't like it right but i i think most of the people don't care returning a dollar or a two dollar product right <laughs> uh yeah and um the other one i i've seen is heavy marketing <clears throat> i've seen like you see a lot of hacks in tiktok right like this productivity hacks kitchen hacks and all of that timu kind of use that um, uh, channel where they they are doing uh, marketing on all of these viral videos where people kind of go to Timu to buy some of these products which are popular on uh, uh, TikTok. So they have spent a lot on marketing. I think that uh, uh, the spend went to the uh, Super Bowl ad and all of the TikTok ads and all of that stuff. And uh, the third one is FOMO. The fourth one is, sorry, FOMO. So when you actually go into the, we can get get into the details later, but when you go into the app, right, there are a lot of timers around, right? So when you add an object or an item to uh, the cart, there's an expiring cart, which actually creates, creates that FOMO. The deals are expiring, right? And all of that. So, you know, looking at all of these things, people are forced to make a decision in that five to 10 minutes where they do that in pulse buys and you know buy a product out of that out of all of these hacks are i think propelling the growth of what team is seeing now what are your thoughts yeah absolutely so i mean let's start with the first one right uh, too cheap i'm 100 agree with that right so i went to the app and i didn't even have a thought that i'll be buying something so the moment i went there they're they're showing like very usable things like um, I used a couple of kitchen items. I used, a, I mean, I saw a couple of kitchen items. I saw a couple of things that you can put on the table or anything like that, which are not really the things that you want to buy or you think to buy. They just show it in such a way that it's like, 
when you think about buying for apps like this which are primarily shipping from like china and others you might be very skeptical to see like whether they'll actually deliver what will happen to my money what if i don't like the product etc by making it like you can return it uh, hassle free for like 30 days etc it gives me that confidence that okay I'm, might not be losing that money so at least that confidence is being built to the customer and similar to what you said right fomo uh, i didn't get into that fomo of like buying the product but I totally agree with you regarding the FOMO in the cart. So I added items to the cart and basically it was telling me, hey, now that you ordered these two products, add these two more to your cart so that I can ship it to you at the same time. And if you add it in the next one hour, everything will be free. I'm like, okay, let me try to add, add this as well. So after I bought a couple of products, I added three more to the cart so that I can get it at the same time. so few of these techniques for sure they're using it really well to entice the customers to have a bigger cart rather than making them buy one or two items because when i started my cart was at $5 when i ended my session of buying the products my cart was at $20 if you're liking this video smash that like button so that you know the youtube algorithm will show it to more people who can benefit from this content yeah uh, funny so uh, i had a you know i was actually trying out these things right so as soon as i go on to the app it says up to 95% off and the, you know that's the first step it caught my attention then as soon as i go there's a gift that pops up saying okay yeah you, you have a, a, a discount of 50 bucks or something when you do 100 100 shop that's another hook for me right now when i go into the app right all of the all of the deals are like they say lightning deal and they have a timer on the side and when you add the cart as you said right there's a timer to the cart itself i actually waited till the timer ended and you know it actually goes out right you actually cannot track back where the deal was so that they're actually doing it where they're uh, making you say that okay i have to make a decision in like 5 to 10 minutes to kind of uh, buy the product but i think this is a very um interesting design i would say and and you also bought things in wish right so how was your experience buying um, uh, 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 with the competitor i would say very okay experience the reason is i ordered some stuff for my car i was trying to like uh, search here couldn't find an amazon or ebay or anything like that and um, i think i'm one of the targeted customers for wish and even for temu because throughout my instagram and through wherever i search on my web i see that everywhere <laughs> so i downloaded wish and i was like okay let me try and order some things and looks like they have a they have so many things for my car and i was like okay let me try and order this i ordered like four or five products out of that two came on time three didn't come three didn't come at all and uh, when i looked at the tracking and everything it was like hey delivered and uh, it is telling the location of some usps somewhere and when i went to that store they didn't even have it but one good thing is the moment i uh, told their customer support hey i didn't get it 
they refunded the money that's a good thing but it's still a hassle because they're not giving the right information to the customer yeah that's right i think i i feel the same even though wish has pioneered this like uh, wholesale to consumer thing right like they have started it like 6 years back but i still feel feel that there's a disconnect in the user experience right because you don't know when the item arrives and sometimes it doesn't arrive right and also the package and packaging isn't proper and uh, they don't have an express shipping thing and all of that stuff but timi was timo was very good on the overall experience because i've ordered things and i yeah <laughs> so look at the packaging there right so they have an orange packaging which it's like branded timo and they also have a place to download their app and also they are basically leaving no other options for consumers to kind of uh, get that brand brand loyalty and remember them right so that's a very intelligent way of doing it yeah so uh, maybe funny let's let's get into uh, the details of like how how all the competitors right in the in the space here so we have talked about pishir timu and also sheen so i think all of the three are in similar uh uh space as fast um, uh, fashion and all of that stuff but um, wish seems to be struggling a bit because uh, i see when I, when we look at the numbers right it has close to 6 650 million downloads but it has just 27 million active users at this point and sheen i think is doing better compared to wish where they have like 2 200 million downloads and uh, uh, they have 74 million active users but you know i think both of them tell us a story right this could be a fad right like you use heavy marketing dollars um and do heavy discount uh, um, uh, capture the uh, customers downloads right acquisition and activation is really good but once people have a bad experience they don't use the app again so i think that funnel leak is a big problem for something like this so what do you say is like will timu also follow the same suite <laughs> um i think so i i think it will follow the same uh, pattern but the only difference that i would see right actually let's go back to the competitors that you're talking about wish and sheen i think wish has that problem because of the product selection that they have because they have all of these like home products or like uh, uh decoration products etc which i believe customers won't spend uh, over and over again but let's go back to sheen right um, i haven't used it personally but uh, i've seen my wife using it or like few of the friends using it etc they continually see the product for sure whether they buy it or not they see the product for sure the reason is the targeted audience there is someone who wants to buy dresses and dresses are something that you will continually buy timo is trying to solve for all of these customers at the same time same time yeah that's that's the yeah good part yep so if they continue to stay with these tech products or the decoration products they would go in the same problem of like losing the customers over a period of time but if they continue to expand on the goods which customers can continually come and buy then i think they will continue to stay and survive in the business i think that's a very interesting or important point which you're talking about funny which is like wish is more about an impulse buy right you buy these things and these are like things which you use one or two times which are fancy which is the newest trend and then you leave it outside this is some i remember of these things 
you know back in india when uh, people used to sell things on the road right so that was like a trend or a toy that that went viral for a month or two everybody in the school has that and then you you throw it away right which was something like that and sheen is more cloth uh, clothing based right and all of that stuff and all so team is kind of trying to solve for all of these things and it's kind of becoming like an everything store a cheaper version of an everything store which is ca- connecting consumers uh, wholesalers to the consumers the only thing that i would see here right so again going back to like different phases of a company they are in that phase where they are trying to acquire the customers right now if you think of amazon or any of the other companies they were definitely in that phase at some point but now if i need to buy a certain product i don't even go to google first i go to amazon to search whether that is there and i just order so they have got into the mindset of a customer where the customer really trusts the product and nowadays there are some features of amazon also i'm not liking it as much because they've crossed that phase of like acquisition they are a much stabilized product right now now they need to think about revenues now they need to think about cost savings etc so it it will be very interesting to see when temu transitions to that phase how will they like continue to survive and sustain with like such low prices or will they gain the confidence of the customer that even if they increase the price the customer will continue to stay if you are liking this video please subscribe to the channel so that it like encourages us to do more research and create videos like this i think that's also another very important point right how does all, how do all of these apps right break that cycle of people going in and searching in amazon right so i i do the same right go to amazon if it's like 10 20 i don't even basically search for a long time i see which is the featured one or the top one and then pick that and order it right i was doing it for years and years together but when i joined best buy best buy offers employee discounts right those are really really good so that's when i started actually going to best buy to buy a lot of my electronics and all of that stuff then i realized that best buy has even competitive prices compared to amazon but people don't even think to go to other sites a lot of the time maybe just electronics they come to best buy but a lot of the time they don't think out of the box to get to that space and search and see if there's a deal or not so i think that's where that's an interesting space where others uh, other uh, you know shopping uh, players have to be in to kind of crack that overall right i want to add more there uh, so you're 100% right in that i'll tell you why i was also in that fad where i don't go to any other uh, apps beyond amazon but recently um, because of one of my credit cards i think i got the walmart plus membership okay so now that i have that membership i started looking at walmart as well when i want to buy a product because I feel like hey i have a membership anyway so why don't i check the product many times what i've observed is the prices in walmart for the exact same product are like much cheaper than amazon i was like dude i didn't even know that <laughs> yeah yeah and and also the secondary market sometimes is cheaper in walmart i i, I feel right and they also have a better uh, uh what do you say uh, the version of these products I, i i feel yeah you know but still we go back to amazon again to buy it even though we know all of these things sometimes oh, yeah.
Actually, let's discuss that, right? Why do you think the prices on Amazon are higher compared to the prices in the other products? I I can give my thoughts first. So, for example, right? Let's say you are a seller and I'm a buyer. You have full autonomy in Amazon to put whatever prices you like, okay? And you can put whatever prices you like in terms of shipping, etc., etc. Okay. and uh, many a times you might be doing drop shipping so you will have to take care of all of that so now what's happening is let's say you're a supplier and if you go to amazon and if you have a unique product and if you see that there is no, not much competition or like very less competition you'll put whatever prices you like okay and that's what i feel is happening in amazon for several products which are where there are not many competitors you will see very high prices for no random reason but if you think of products like temu what i'm guessing is these guys are procuring uh, merchants or the sellers from like several different places which are in china and these guys are trying to control everything else other than the product price so at that point what is happening is they are controlling the prices and they are making sure that the best price comes to the customer i believe walmart is also trying to do a similar thing since they don't give as much awesome shipping as amazon and they might take like few days to come or even temu takes like 10 days to come so they are uh, setting that mindset of the customer to say hey it's not it's going to come late but you might get a better price yeah that's right so i think there's also a lot of um, uh, a bloat that is there in the whole supply chain right the wholesaler produces it for a very very low price right it has been that there for decades but there is a lot of bloat when you have shipping uh, moving it to multiple layers and then actually the customer seeing it on the website so that all adds along and somehow these apps are kind of uh, optimizing for the supply chain there and making it much uh, easier to connect have that access where they're removing all the middle layers in between right actually i have one question to do um during your shopping experience did you feel like um there are other products which are similar prices at amazon i'll give you an example uh, i'll tell you why so i wanted to buy a seat cushion okay, okay. for my office chair okay i currently have one i've been using it for like more than a year or so feel like the cushion is going down so i wanted to check in amazon so since i was trying out temu i was like instead of checking in amazon let me try temu the price is very similar to what is there in amazon the only difference is they have a higher collection than amazon so what okay. i feel like they are enticing the customers to like buy cheaper products and that's what they show in the in their primary home page but they are also making sure the customers see other products which are at a different price which doesn't have discounts but making their cart bigger with those other products and that's also an interesting take right i think uh, yeah this this discounted goods are okay for the starting right but people uh, the revenues are more when people order bigger uh, you know when the cart sizes are bigger right i think that's what they're trying to do where home home pages just customized for uh, customized for that uh, low cost buyer but as you go and fall into the loop you keep buying but you still have that mindset of it's still cheap right and Un- unless until you go inside and explore and compare things and all very which people do very rarely yep another thing i could also think of is inside sudu 
so it's really important to have like very strong insights especially in the supply chain business um uh, what i've seen is they're trying to predict early and not just predicting and telling the sellers they're actually telling the sellers to like produce certain goods by this time so that uh they are giving that confidence to that seller to say hey produce this many goods by this time i'm going to make sure to uh have them sold in our website or something like that so that's something gives confidence to the sellers so let's see if they're doing good job there as well yeah i think that's where amazon does right it has really good analytics it actually uh gets all the goods before uh hand to the nearest warehouse that's 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 how they introduce the one to two hour delivery right where they can actually when you order it you'll get it i think they started it with cases because they can predict like how many people are actually buying cases on a regular basis and which model is being uh done and with that they say that okay can these are the popular sellers can you send your goods to all these warehouse and then when people order them they actually uh do a one to do all to our delivery but there in india i've seen startups like zepto who have you know taken it <laughs> one step further and they're doing like 10 minute delivery and i was like really <laughs> shocked by seeing that right like i order something right like i was taking meetings in india i order something like a red bull and uh, you know within 6 or 7 minutes the guy delivery guy knocks my door saying that hey sir uh, here's your uh, red bull so that's like freaking fast for anybody i cannot imagine what uh, supply chain logistics actually went into making this happen where i think they are doing this high 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 volume products uh, and delivering them in like less than 10 minutes that's crazy yeah yeah totally agreed i i was also very surprised hearing that when i was there in india this time that's the first time i heard about it but i, I was very intrigued initially to see like how would they even make money but i think um, our generation especially after the pandemic um, is moving into a mindset where they are like my convenience is more important than the few additional uh, dollars that i'm going to spend so i think understanding the trend and building these products is is what is helping them to grow i think yeah so i think yeah uh, very good discussion funny we went into a lot of different tangents but overall uh, it was a really good growth story uh, which you know a lot of people could get takeaways from as product managers right like so what i would i'd ask you like two questions right what are your two big takeaways out of this story yeah yeah absolutely um the way i would start with this always a customer right so i think one thing that they are really doing good is having a clear understanding of their customers and their needs so in this my opinion of a customer is both the end customer and the sellers here i think they clearly understood that their end customers are someone who wants to have products but they are not someone who are like super rich they are like uh, focusing on customers who are like um probably young don't have too much money but want to have like bigger products same with sellers they clearly understood the pain point of the sellers is they want to sell more but they don't want to have the hassle of dealing with the technology products so they are creating a good supply chain so that they can help them the second that uh, learning that i have is finding a niche that the other players are not solving because i feel like amazon is not in that business where they are trying to sell like all kinds of cheaper products uh, to the consumers 
like if they sell such kind of products they won't be making money they'll be probably losing money but these guys figured out that hey such small products no one is selling in us or the customer has to go to a store to pick any of these products so i'm going to sell all of that but i'm going to find a way to make the cart size bigger to like get money i think that's uh, one other thing that they found um, so like finding that niche is really important yeah uh for me i'd say the first one is uh, you know uh, you actually are big already in certain geographies and you have a, a expertise in supply chain and all of that stuff so them coming to a completely new market looking at what the players are doing and doing it uh you know better than who are existing and using the existing uh, capabilities which uh, capabilities which they have supply chain right i think that's a very good lesson where you can actually use something which you already have and go to a new market and also excel there by doing all of that stuff and uh, the second one which i would say is influencer marketing and uh, you know uh, the uh, meme culture viral posts and all of that stuff right so i think companies are now taking it seriously that this is a channel where they can grow their brands much faster right traditional marketing have have been right like either um, uh, google google ads you know uh, facebook ads or uh, email marketing and all of that stuff but now more and more of these viral tiktoks or influencers right where they have like 15 second video and you show your product a lot of people might maybe go in and sign up for that so i think i see that these two trends are very interesting trends to watch yeah it was a good session so we also thought of talking about other topic but we'll do we'll save that for the next session here uh, thanks a lot for uh, watching our podcast thanks everyone